0: Oh, Glob, my life is like a fart.
1: It's podcast time. Come on, grab your friends. We'll talk about fair distant lands. We met the man and named the woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. Hi, Amy. I'm Matt. Hi, Matt. How are you?
0: I'm pretty swell. How are you?
1: I'm also swell. Good.
0: Huh? Another busy month it's been. It's yes. September.
1: I can't believe that. Yeah crazy town
0: i know and i can't believe we're this is the second from the last episode that we're recording of season three
1: i know it's pretty great it's exciting
0: i know it is really exciting
1: so how you been maddie been
0: pretty good keeping busy i'm on my i've just started my final quarter in college so that's pretty exciting it is i'm so
1: excited for you you've done so much hard work and i'm really proud of you you've been an amazing support oh hey thanks yeah How have you been? Um, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just keeping it real, trying to work and find little projects for myself. And uh, without roller derby, I am certainly not as busy as I wish I was. Mm. (laughs) So I've been surrounding myself with other things. But it's funny because
0: to me, it seems like you're busy all the time still.
1: (laughs) I don't feel busy at all.
0: You're so busy. It makes me feel lazy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I guess I'll think of five. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm going to work on six projects right now.
1: Oh my goodness, <laughs> no, that's not even true. You're funny. Um, anything exciting going on in your life?
0: Well, we have a new little buddy that's joining us in the podcast room today. Yeah, his name is Bo, and he's a cat.
1: He is a cat. Yep. And we're trying to figure out how to introduce him to Princess, our other cat. It's yeah. been a nightmare. Oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking of
0: uh, the recording room, we've we've completely changed the setup of this room. It's mm-hmm.
1: pre- looking pretty snazzy now. It yeah, we got some like- new desks. Yeah,
0: so looking pretty professional.
1: It is. I know we're like growing up. I know
0: this is, this is becoming a real podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Matthew, are you excited?
0: Uh, for this episode? Yes. I'm very excited.
1: Okay, I can't wait to talk about it because I have all the things to say. <laughs> yes. All right, should we get to it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we're reviewing episode, season three, episode 23, Another Way, and season three, episode 24, Ghost Princess. Oh, yeah. All right, season three, episode 23, Another Way, I am DB rating of 7.5. Number overall is number 75, directed by Larry later, Adam Muto, and written and storyboarded by Tom Herpich and Burt Yun. Air date was January 23rd, 2012. And we don't have a record of how many US viewers.
0: Let's just assume it's somewhere between 1.5 and 2 million.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: so, oh my goodness, we're on episode 75. That's I unbelievable. Know. Isn't
1: that insane? I
0: can't believe we've talked about 74 episodes before this already.
1: It's so true. It's so true. It's and no... I love it, though. That's the thing. Is like I've loved all of these episodes. Like love watching all the episodes. and watching Finn and Jake. And uh, I think the next couple episodes that we're going to talk about continue some of that growth that we've been talking about. And um, I'm pretty stoked about it.
0: Yeah, me too. It's going to be really, it's exciting. It's, really it's, good.
1: it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good.
0: So the title card shows Finn and Jake being dropped by birds above the clouds.
1: Yeah. Apparently they can't jump from birds anymore. Oh,
0: wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering what this had to do with the episode. And you just, yeah. <laughs> you, you hit it.
1: Welcome to the Adventure Time Podcast, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I love this picture. Actually, this is a really good, really cool
0: picture. It reminds me of Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah. It's good. It's really cool. And I, yeah, because there was not there a bird part.
0: Yeah, there were birds.
1: Yeah, like, uh, oh, yeah, Gondolf got picked up by the great eagle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you like that?
0: But he doesn't get dropped into the clouds by the eagle.
1: No, they jumped off. They jumped off. I know. That was on them.
0: <laughs> that is all them.
1: Okay, so the episode begins with Finn and Jake being treated by clown nurses. Can I just put a... Should I talk about my feelings about the clown nurses now, oh, just, or should I wait until later? Just
0: jump right into it.
1: Dude, the clown nurses are freaking freaky. They
0: are really freaky. That one lead clown has like a lumpy head.
1: Matt, I could not tolerate it. I had to like close my eyes. And then like later... Frickin' Finn has, like, PTSD because he's having, like, traumatic flashbacks and, like, disassociating. Like, the poor guy. These clowns are bazonkers.
0: I love that you're bringing in the, um, mental health expertise into Adventure Time.
1: (laughs) You're welcome.
0: (laughs) It's totally true. He's suffering PTSD throughout this episode because of this freaky clown.
1: You know, if I were to teach a class, like a college class, so when I was in college in my master's program, uh, my teacher made us watch, uh, a Robin Williams film where his wife gets like killed and he's like witnesses his wife getting killed.
0: Is it what dreams may come?
1: Uh, no, it's a different one, but, and then she made us write a paper on it, supporting a diagnosis for him. And, and, uh. It was really interesting. And I was like, you know what? If I have, was ever a professor, maybe I would have them do the same thing. But now I'm like, I'm going to make them watch this freaking episode of <laughs>
0: another time?
1: time and run a paper on on the supposed diagnosis.
0: Awesome. I would be so psyched if you did. Honey, that.
1: those clown nurses are going to give me nightmares. Uh, we've now watched this episode twice. It's I- the only way. Stop it. Stop it. That's not even funny. <laughs> not even funny, Matt. <laughs> No, we the, don't play that game in this house.
0: The elite clown's face really freaks me out. <laughs> I'm not one of those people that's ever. I, I was never. I never had that fear of clowns. These yeah. are freaky clowns.
1: Yeah, like I'm not afraid of the clowns. They're just freaky deaky. Okay, so actually, let's 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 back it up. Let's take a few steps back. Pump the brakes, as I like to say. Um, some of the clowns kind of freak me out. I'm not gonna lie. Ah. Like, like I'm not like. Scared, Like, I liked going to the rodeo when I was a kid and seeing, like, the rodeo clowns. I thought those were really clever. But, like, when we saw It, like, that's pretty freaky. Yeah. And, like, when clowns are portrayed in, like, film, they always have, like, an air of, like, scariness. Yeah. You know? Even on Seinfeld, like, the clown in there was kind of, like, happy when he played the clown. That one where George like ran in front of like the old people and the children and like because there was a fire. Anyway, clowns are scary, man.
0: And I feel so bad for some clowns who like people who get into the profession to be you know they do it for the joy of um bringing oh they do it for the joy of bringing joy to kids while well, it's redundant. No, but
1: you, <laughs> but you know then what? like
0: and then you realize so many kids are afraid of clowns.
1: That is so true. But you know the other thing though, Cam on uh, Modern Family when he dresses up as a clown, I'm not afraid of him. Yeah. So I guess I guess I am selectively afraid. Yeah. In this case, I legit am not pleased with the clown situation. <laughs> anyway, okay, I think we've talked that to death.
0: I will say I am pleased with this clown situation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs>
0: I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Tell
1: me more. Because
0: of how freaky they are.
1: They are so freaky, Matt. Oh. How can you be okay with that?
0: Cause it's so funny, cause like of how like overtly freaky these clouds are that are sent to okay, heal but, Finn like, and Jake. They're
1: kissing their feet. They're kissing their feet, and they're like trying to like be bossy. And Finn's like, "Yo, step off! Like, don't be all up in my grill." And they're like, "Yeah, no, we're not gonna respect your your body or your privacy, and you're gonna have to get kissed on your feet and all over your body." And he's like, "Uh, no, I don't think so."
0: It was the only way.
1: This is not the way. The Mandalorian would be like, this is not the way. This is not the way. (laughs) Okay, so uh, Jake had hired these clowns after he and Finn jumped off flying birds and broke their toes. Finn reads in the Inchiridion that there is a cyclops whose tears can heal any injury. He tries to prove that there's another way inside of these freaky deaky clowns, but the clowns insist that he leave the healing to them. The nurses wish to cure the duo by kissing their feet, but Finn refuses, because he's smart. Yeah. S-M-R-T. And smart. You know, Jake is a
0: sicko. He's loving this. He's like, oh, man, getting my feet, my feet kissed all day by lady clowns. This is oh, amazing. Of
1: course. Yeah. <sighs> Jake, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> you know, I
0: have to bring up, like, good for Finn. Like, you know, he's bedridden, and he's keeping his mind active by reading by studying the Enchiridian to yeah, become dude. a better hero.
1: That's really cool. Yeah, I agree.
0: He's a good student.
1: He has a good today.:
0: <laughs> So the clown nurses are determined to cure Finn, so they hold down his arms so he cannot move and kiss his toes. Thank
1: you! Like, that is not okay. <laughs> Me too movement.
0: Oh. So Finn pleads at them to let him go and has a sudden nightmare about the nurses, flips out and yells, My way! And leaves the tree fort, which is that's something I do on occasion. Determined to do things his own way. Jake likes the kisses, so he stays behind.
1: Screaming all the way, Finn jumps up to the forest of trees and comes to a fork in the road with a stump with a direction sign on its head. She tells Finn to choose one of the paths, the left path being the hair fallout path, and the path to the right is the smelly path. Still haunted by the thought of the clown nurses, Finn proclaims he will do things his way, kicks the direction sign off her head, and rushes through the thorn bushes behind her. Yeah,
0: man. Finn's on a mission in this episode. He's not letting anything stop him.
1: Well, it's not even that, but he's like, I'm tired of people telling me what to do. I'm traumatized. I have PTSD. I'm not going to stand up for this. Also, um, hello, the hair fallout path versus the smelly path. I would go straight down the middle, too.
0: Yeah, good point.
1: I would pick different paths. So, also, can I also oh, say yes. <laughs> that... The ancillary people in or things in this um, in this episode were super condescending. I like super like
0: they're all insulting.
1: They're super insulting. They make fun of Finn the whole way. So, dude, dude,
0: yeah, Finn's having a rough day.
1: He's having a mega rough day.
0: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Also, that that stump with uh, the sign on its head—the voice is clearly the the witch from the witch the the Garden Witch episode. I'm
1: not married. I'm not married.
0: And while we're watching the episode, I was like, "She's got such a great voice."
1: She does have a great voice. What a talented uh, voice actress! I yeah. love it. I love it so much. So There's good. so much talent in in Adventure Time. I'm gonna take us. I'm gonna take us on a tangent. Oh, please do, Matt. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna declare it right here. That the voice acting in in all of Adventure Time is probably the best in every any episode. No, no, no. Okay, I can, I can say that The Simpsons are so close up there. And caveat, comma, whatever. Um, Adventure Time's got it going on. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm. It's so great. It's wonderful.
0: And you can tell a lot of the voice actors are in on the joke.
1: Yeah, totally, totally, and it's like they sound like they're having so much fun when they yeah. do this. Like it's not a job, but it's like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm doing for a job. I can't believe they're paying me for this yeah. kind of thing.
0: That's why I, I feel like um, voice acting uh, for me, like, is a dream job. That's like one of my backup dream jobs.
1: Yeah, y- you know, what? and I think that would be rad if you did that Beachy dubs, um, and I fully support that if that's something you want to pursue. One um, Maybe one day. Yeah. But it was really interesting when, so remember when um, the pandemic was first out and then um, Adventure Time was doing, like, this special with Olivia Olson. Yeah. She was watching the first episode of Adventure Time with, like, a bunch of people on Twitch. And, like, she was having such a blast and singing along and talking and, like, answering questions. And it was so cool. And it's like, yeah, I'm curious, like, what they had to do to get her there. But at the same time, like, she did such a cool job of just, like, being present and being focused and being, like, attuned to the fans. And I just think that was really cool. Oh, totally. And, and, and I think that, like, shows evidence that the people that worked on Adventure Time really enjoyed Adventure Time, and I really enjoyed working on that.
0: Absolutely. I know that a lot of the voice actors recorded in rooms together, which is different for from a lot of shows. So, that, you know, they yeah. really get you feel that um relationship between all these voices. Mhm. I love that Olivia Olson, you know, like she wrote books on like the lore of Adventure Time with her yeah. dad,
1: who's also so Hunts cool. Ab- Ab-
0: Abadeer. Like Yeah. Yeah, I just love it. Oh, man. Oh, this is this this Podcast episode is just an Adventure Time love fest. If yeah, you sorry, guys. <laughs>
1: anyway, okay, Matt, get back to the synopsis. I don't know what you're taking us on all these tangents for.
0: So Finn comes up to a river with a rude talking bush. And this, this he was so is rude. very rude. He, he insults Finn He had it common. Yeah. After Finn tells the, the talking bush of his quest to find the Cyclops, the talking bush tells Finn that it's impossible to cross the river and calls him all sorts of names. The river's current is much too fast. The water is acidic. The bridge above the the river is a trap bridge and there are electric eels in the water. So still determined to do things his way, Finn rips the talking bush out of the ground and runs through the river, swatting the water out of the way with the bush, but does not even make it to halfway across the river.
1: Ignoring the destroyed talking bush's warning to go back, he tosses him to the far bank, which is kind of cool that he like doesn't just throw him in the water. That's kind of nice. Yeah. And runs through the acidic water. Now, I think this takes some... Ascension of disbelief, because it's like if the water is acidic, he would have like melted and died. But yeah, what Finn rushes up to a little hairy man named Pan with watermelons in a broken wagon and uses one of the watermelons juices to rinse off the acidic water. Pan asks him to get his wagon's wheel out of the tree so he can get the watermelons to his wife down the path mm-hmm. since he was too short to reach them. Finn, having gone mad with doing things his way, smashes the cart, and the watermelons roll down the hill and smash the man's house and flattens his wife, Rainy. Ah, oh, poor,
0: poor little, poor little Rainy.
1: Yeah, and I, I interpreted this as him doing it his way and just throwing it down the hill rather than going mad. Maybe I misinterpreted that.
0: So uh, something that cracks me up on the scene every time I watch it is, and I've seen this episode many times. Pan's like, got to get these melons to my wife. You know how it is.
1: Yeah. You like, know how it is. i really quink, quink. I'm like, no,
0: I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> I've never had a situation where I had to get these watermelons to my wife.
1: Matt, do you know how it is now? Like, with a wife?
0: Got to get those melons to you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, Finn's like, no, I don't. What is it? What?
0: <laughs> so funny. I don't get it. <laughs> so after this incident, Pan tells Finn to go away. Finn, having snapped back to reality, realizes what he's done that day and sings a sad song in his autotune voice on the top of a cliff, which turns out to be the forest cyclops. Yeah, the cliff itself is the cyclops. It's, it's so cool. Yeah, it's it's gigantic.
1: Love, love, love the animation in this scene. Yeah. And you don't know that until like, so he pulls off his hat and we see his glowing locks and you see the, fin- the, the eye of the Cyclops open. And you're like, oh, that is the Cyclops. Yeah. It's really cool. I liked it.
0: Love it. So the Cyclops tells Finn that he knows that Finn's here for its tears because they're magical. And, Finn- and that Finn will not get any of it because he never cries. And he's also like, and I am evil.
1: <laughs>
0: evil never cries.
1: Evil never cries. Strike first. No mercy. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. <laughs> uh, Finn tells the Cyclops he does not want his tears anymore, but the Cyclops does not believe him and attacks Finn. Finn, like, legit, like, was like, no, dude, I, I, don't, I don't want your tears. I don't, I don't even care. I don't even care anymore. Just leave me alone. Uh, and the Cyclops legit keeps, like, saying, you want my tears? You want... Oh, it was annoying. Anyway, Finn tricks the Cyclops into bringing its head near him under the pre- pretense of hearing Finn beg for his mercy. I do have to say this was a really funny part. Yeah. Finn was like... where you? And the cyclops like what? And he's like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> so he gets closer and closer. It's really funny. That is really humorous, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: So then, uh, he punches the cyclops in the eye and causes its tears to fall upon him. Finn, now healed, defeats the cyclops and takes its still living head and heals all the people he hurt on his journey, including an inanimate sandwich which he brings to life, which I don't recall him hurting. No. I just think it was so funny.
0: Listeners, if you recall the sandwich from earlier in the episode, please let us know.
1: Yeah, dude.
0: Because I feel like that's a callback to something, and it's just... I have no idea.
1: I have no idea either.
0: (laughs) So back at the tree fort, Finn tells the clown nurses to kiss the cyclops' head, which they do. Jake tells Finn he prefers his way of having the nurses kiss his feet instead of being healed by the tears. Finn accepts that everyone has their own way, much to Jake's amazement. The end.
1: So. (sighs)
0: What do you think about this episode?
1: Um, So I think it's fine. <laughs> so I have to say, I was like, when I first watched this episode, I was like, oh, my gosh, I hope that freaking like nurse is not in the episode. And Matt's like, oh, don't worry. She's only in it for a few minutes. He lied so what? No. hard. You did. <laughs> she's barely in it. And What? 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 No, she's, it. she's like, a, practically a main character in this episode.
0: She does pop up in, like, his tormented flashbacks. Yes. Yes. It's saying, it's the only way.
1: It's terrifying. And it I- does, like, the, <laughs> the music every yeah. time. I just, I don't, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> also, the green bush is a jerk. Yeah,
0: the bush is a jerk. This episode's full of jerks.
1: Yeah. But... You seem to have come around
0: on it the second time that we watched it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like Finn in it. I think, I think it's clever in a, in, in several ways. But the clowns really just do not do it for me. I can't, I can't, I can't say that I hundred percent like this episode because those clowns freak me out. Yeah, I do not like. I feel uncomfortable. It makes my skin crawl.
0: Okay, well, you, you know me. I'm the I'm like the horror nuts. Like any episode that involves creepy stuff, like that, just adds to the humor for me. Um. 'Cause you know, you get a kid show well, sort of sort of kid show. This this show's for everybody. Who am I yeah. kidding? Yeah. But like when they add in like that creepy humor, that just I love that stuff. And as a kid I would have gotten a kick out of that too.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah. this
0: is this is totally my jam. I really enjoyed this episode and I think it's a very memorable one. Yeah. Yeah. Well this this is a lot like that one episode, um, Rainy Day Daydream. No, no, not that one. Um what's the one when Finn has to um Go out and find a a story for Jake to heal. Oh
1: him. yeah, I remember that one. I can't remember the name of it though.
0: it reminds me a lot of that one. Yeah. While Jake is back at the treehouse healing and Finn's out on an adventure doing wrong things. Shoot it's me, basically Finny. the same episode. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Oh, that's so funny. But
0: I enjoyed that one too. I enjoyed that one a little more than this one, but I still I think this one's good.
1: No, I certainly like that one much better than this one. Because I... this one has freaky deeky clowns. <laughs> Matt.
0: Yes it does, and no fill face.
1: And no fill face. <laughs>
0: choosing is the only way
1: (laughs) choosing isn't the way this is the way this is the way (laughs) all right matt is there anything you didn't like uh personally
0: so we were talking earlier about how like we with a lot of sitcom series or animated series when when there's an episode that has musical numbers we generally skip past them a lot of the time like bob's burgers
1: Mm -hmm, or later
0: simpsons but Um, we never do that with Adventure Time because I think the songwriting of the show is really good, but I didn't really care for Finn's song in this one. That's like the only thing I wasn't crazy about.
1: Yeah. No, I think that totally makes sense. And I, and I think that not all the songs are going to be like a hundred percent.
0: Yeah. And the show is full of great songs.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with that. I think they, I think so too. I think that the, what I really like about this is that the songs seem to fit the, the episodes in the most part.
0: Yeah. Sorry, we got this cat being all crazy over here.
1: He's being a cat.
0: Yeah. Oh here <laughs> uh was there anything you did like?
1: Uh anything I did like? Oh dude, I, I liked I liked a lot. I liked a lot of the episode of him like freaking out and then like figuring out his life a little bit. I think he's just I think Finn is just really funny in this in this uh, episode. Yeah.
0: It's funny. Under and in, in our notes, under what I like that I wrote Amy hated this episode so much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that must
0: have been from the first time we watched it. Yeah.
1: You're welcome, question mark. <laughs> Matt? Yeah? Where was the snail?
0: The snail was on the rim of the bridge.
1: Yeah. So, when
0: Finn was going to cross the river.
1: Yeah, when he's crossing the river, there's like the bridge and there's like the bridge is like haunted or whatever. And the, and the snail shows up on that bridge. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Did you happen to see it? No. Me neither.
1: Yeah. You know, I like to, I'm going to come clean with something with the the listeners here. I would like to say that I see the snail every time, even though we know exactly where it's going to be. I 100% do not look out for the snail. And then we read this on here. I was like, yep, that was where it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. So don't hate us. (laughs) But I do have one thing to say. Yeah. Snail Watch 2020. Oh, Snail Watch 2020. Oh, God. Oh, oh my gosh. So can I get a favorite line from you? Yeah. Now we know we can't jump off birds. Awesome. <laughs> that's uh, Jake, right? Yeah, Jake, when uh, at the very beginning of the episode, and that's why they're injured in the original or in the uh, at the beginning with and the need uh, instigating the need for the uh, cl- uh, uh, clowns.
0: Thanks, Jeff Goldblum.
1: You're welcome. <laughs>
0: uh, my favorite line. Could... Excellent. My favorite line is going to be.
1: Do it. <laughs> 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 so mine okay, is from
0: ahead. the stump. Smelly path makes you smelly forever.
1: Um. Okay. So when I heard that, though. Okay. Okay. So I'm like, he's kind of like a teenage boy. So he kind of is already smelly, and I kind of feel like he's like, how much is the smelly path going to influence him? Yeah. You, That's what I want to know.
0: If you're a boy. And you hit 13. You're smelly forever.
1: You're smelly. I think I've said this before on the pod. So forgive me if this is a repeat. But so when I was a kid, we grew up in this farmhouse. It was like a 1950s farmhouse. And um the boys shared bedrooms in the back. Like on the second story, like in the back, there's like a couple bedrooms and I have four brothers. And anyway, so all the boys shared uh two bedrooms. And we had This, um, we had one bathroom back there. And my sister also was kind of like, she had her own room in that area too. But I always hated going into that bathroom because it smelled like boy. (laughs) It smelled so horrible. It was my least favorite room in the house because my brothers always made it so stinky. That's
0: what my pillow smells
1: like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's why I put those pillow covers on. (laughs) So flash forward to my son, Devante, who... (laughs) Matthew, do you remember how smelly that bathroom was? It stunk. In the Alton house?
0: It was horrible.
1: It was so bad. I would be so angry with him because he's like a really clean kid for the most part. But his bathroom was disgusting. I'd be like, yo, bro. Yo, this is your bathroom. Clean it. And I would have to like like manage that. Oh, it stressed me out so yeah. much. It's I get, so gross. I
0: can say this from somebody who was once a teenage boy. Teenage boy listeners, just so y'all know, you stink.
1: You stink. <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason why Axe Body Spray is like the like spray of choice for that <laughs> age range. Yeah.
0: Well so there's an episode of Family Guy. <laughs> so this is like one of the things you know as i as a teenager i used axe body spray yeah not so much as an adult but there's an episode of family guy where peter puts some of it on himself and all these diseased cats start following him around <laughs>
1: he's like oh no
0: you're cute i just don't want to touch you
1: i have to say the axe body spray joke is one of my favorite jokes
0: yeah same here
1: yeah it's good <laughs> all right matt you want to give us an impression
0: all right it's like orange juice. It's gross. <laughs> it's the, the bush.
1: Which I think is really funny that you claim that as your line because you like orange juice.
0: I do. It's just such a funny random line. It's right? It's like saying like, pizza's gross. It's like, no.
1: Ha- well, it's like saying macaroni and cheese is gross. Ew. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: I, I'm, I don't know if the listeners... Do the listeners know this already? I don't know. I, I hate mac and cheese.
1: Matt does not like mac and cheese. I hate mac and cheese. Shame. I know. Shame. I'm
0: sorry. I like all kinds of interesting foods, but How, mac and cheese is not one of them.
1: However, comma, my father also does not like mac, mac and cheese, there and we they go. they bonded over that.
0: Yep, that's when I was welcomed into the family.
1: Yep, they coronated him in that day. <laughs> I was like, I just met him two days ago. They're like, Nope, it's forever. I'm just
0: it's kidding. forever. He hates mac and cheese. <laughs> no, can you give me an impression?
1: Yeah, I choose my way.
0: That was your best fin yet.
1: I was just going to say that. Holy cow.
0: Great job.
1: Thank you. I'm proud
0: of you for that one.
1: Thank you. you. I'm patting myself on the back.
0: I'll pat you on the back too.
1: Yeah, pat me on the back. Eh, eh. Thank you. I appreciate that. We're
0: we're so close to each other now while we're recording. We might as well be using the same microphone.
1: (laughs) I know. So much editing.
0: (laughs) It's okay. Um, I I enjoy editing the show. Good. It's fun because I listen back and I, I chuckle. You giggle. Except when I hear myself, like, heavy breathing into the microphone that I'm, like, edited out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I did that, and I fogged up my glasses. Ah! (laughs) You okay there, buddy?
0: Yeah. Somebody, a a furry friend, just knocked my puff filter away from the microphone. Oh, no. And we're
1: back. All right. So, we have a bunch of trivia. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Obby. This episode reveals that Finn feels uncomfortable around the clown nurses. Duh. They are freaky deaky.
0: (laughs) Yes, they are. So Finn and Jake receive their injuries from jumping off birds. This is depicted in the title card. The title card is pretty much the prologue of the episode. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. I like it. Me too.
1: On the back of the Enchiridion are the numbers 8, 13, 21. These numbers are part of the famed... Fibonacci. Fibonacci sequence, a series of numbers where each number is the sum of the previous two numbers.
0: Yes. Math is not my forte. Math. But I believe it. Also, in one shot of the book, one paragraph of chapter 10, Cyclops. What cyclopses lack is depth perception. There you go. They make up for it by being really tall and crying a lot. (laughs) (laughs) They have pretty bad emotional problems. Cyclops, if you're reading this, get over it. We all have problems. See Appendix B. But you don't hear us complaining about it. Wow. wow
1: that's super <laughs> invalidating.
0: Cyclops have magic teardrops that possess mystic healing abilities. They're made of a combination of... Echinacea. Echinacea. Yep. Chicken soup, toad potion, apple juice, celery soda, ew, ew. ginseng, <laughs> and marshmallow mold. Gross. Oh my goodness. All right, that's Gross.
1: Uh, to get past the rest of the river, as fast as Finn did, he would have to have run 13.12 miles per hour while dealing with acidic water, electric eels, and a rampaging current. Man,
0: he should join a marathon.
1: Yeah, dude. Speaking of marathons, Matt.
0: Yeah, we're... We're going to have...
1: do a virtual marathon.
0: A half marathon.
1: That's the one. Yeah.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah, we're going to be puking our guts out at the end of that at yep. this point.
1: Uh, in the European version of this episode, both scenes where the clown nurse head laughs while the screen quickly changes to red to black was changed to gray instead. This wasn't done to the scene where Finn talks to the bush. I'm huh. Curious why that is. Interesting. Yeah.
0: That's a new one on me.
1: Um, this Finn's is seen with the anchor ribbon for the first time since episode Evicted. That is shocking. I did not realize that.
0: Holy cow! I feel like it's shown up so much.
1: Finn's hair is slightly longer since he last took off his hat and no one can hear you, which makes sense since they're kind of keeping that in since he shaved his head, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Oh, that's really cool that they paid that kind of attention to the, the timeline.
1: The music playing in the background during the parts of the episode where the clown nurses are shown in the tree fort, such as at the beginning, is a music box version of the German yodeling song Das Kuntfestiner Lied.
0: Wow. (laughs) These are some deep dive cuts right here. Okay,
1: you ready? In the beginning of the episode, when the disembodied clown head laughs, the face shape is very similar to the lady in the radiator from David Lynch's Eraserhead.
0: Oh, that's terrifying. Very much That's a very disturbing movie.
1: Yep. All right. And then um, this is the last episode made by Tom Tom Herpich and Burt Young duo. It features the first song written by Tom Herpich for the show. Wow! Cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, that's sad.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Bittersweet. So, do you want to hear what your prediction was for this episode based on its name?
1: More than anything. Which
0: was another way. (laughs) I forget. Really? Are you sure that's the episode? (laughs) So, while walking in the forest, Finn and Jake come to a fork in the road, where the signs are gone. They try to find a map, but cannot. They pick a path and have to deal with the adventure that they find along the way. Okay, um, as far as how close it was, <laughs> or do we usually do creativity first or how close it was?
1: I don't think it matters. Yeah, as so far as how close it was, it's all malarkey. It's
0: all malarkey. The grading system is uh, dubious.
1: I'm really glad that you know that it's defunct.
0: Oh, I know it is. <laughs> it just makes it more fun for me. But um, So, so there is a forest fork in the road there is a fork in the road there are signs
1: yes there are i'm giving
0: this uh minus b- as far as how close it was okay
1: i'll take that yeah, i'll take a b minus good it's probably the best grade you've given me for like 18 episodes
0: <laughs> it really is
1: you know my friends are nicer to me than you sometimes <laughs> with my grading i just want to, i'm
0: trying to grade you fairly to show that i respect you
1: <laughs> okay whatever
0: <laughs> so as far as uh, creativity goes a. This is an A. I really enjoy it. Wow. I like, I like your prediction here. You know
1: you're awfully generous with the creativity part, which I find interesting, but the accuracy part, mm, questionable. You're
0: a you're a creative person.
1: Why, thank I I you. like your imagination. I appreciate that. I like your imagination. Thank you. Yeah. Rock on.
0: Uh, would you like predict? Would you like predict? Would you like to predict what the next episode's about based on its name?
1: Yes.
0: Ghost princess.
1: Ghost princess goes missing. And the ghost king and queen seek Finn and Jake to help find her.
0: Ooh, I guess we're going to find out in no time at all.
1: That's accurate. Any last thoughts on this episode, Matt?
0: Another way. It's funny. This is a surprising filler episode for this late in the season. And uh, it's one of the ones I I feel like they just had fun writing this one. The voice actors sounded like they had a fun time doing it. So I had fun going along for the ride on this one. I really enjoy it. And it's one I've seen a billion times in the past. And I'm sure I'm going to watch it again.
1: If you want a scary, like Halloween kind of scare episode, watch this episode. You think so? Yeah.
0: Uh, The clouds.
1: PTC, real thing. It is real. I will tell people about this. I
0: will tell people about this.
1: All right. The Hedgehog
0: movie. If you haven't seen it, it's amazing.
1: (laughs) It's great. I love it. All right. Should we get on to the next one? Let's do it. Let's do it, Matt.
0: Let's do it. We shall.
1: We shall. All right, Ghost Princess is a title. IMDb rating of seven point five. Overall season episode number seventy six. Larry Leachlater, Larry Leechlider and Nate Cash. Ooh, Nate this Cash. is uh, a new new person, Nate Cash. Yeah, I
0: don't remember that name.
1: Uh, Aku Castera and Jesse Mohoynihan did the writing and the storyboarding. Original air date January thirtieth, twenty twelve, and we don't have the U.S. Uh, viewer number.
0: What is with that?
1: I don't
0: know. <laughs> that seems so frequent this season. Oh, and like, only this season. Mm-hmm. So the title card shows Finn and Jake... Maybe
1: the person was sick that day. Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> maybe nobody watched it.
1: Maybe someone tripped over the cord and deleted the numbers.
0: Yeah, maybe. So the title card shows a really well-animated Finn and Jake uh, sitting over a campfire. They're so cute. Finn eating... Uh, hot dog with now
1: why is that with mustard mustard is not in the episode So
0: is that mustard or is it
1: it looks soft like cheese. mustard although soft cheese but it does not look like the soft cheese that was in the series
0: it doesn't it looks like mustard and yeah. then ghost princess sneaking it up behind them and haunting them yeah. which is very accurate that's pretty much the episode yep uh, the, the the picture here of Finn and Jake reminds me of uh, I, I I doubt anybody's going to remember it but there was a story a parody story book back in like the 80s 90s called uh, Stinky Cheese Man and other strange tales.
1: Ooh, stinky cheese, stinky man. Stinky cheese, man. I never a, even heard of that. Yeah,
0: it was like a play on uh, the gingerbread man. Huh. Really funny book. But anyway, the artwork in it looked a lot like this.
1: Cool. That's awesome. It was Maybe. a
0: favorite of mine in elementary school.
1: Hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that little tidbit of uh, Matt lore. You're welcome. All right. So the scene opens up with Finn and Jake roasting hot dogs over the campfire in the woods. Finn puts softy cheese. Can I just say that bratwurst with cream cheese is mwah. Bellissimo. That is also known as a Seattle dog. For those who are not from the Seattle area, having cream cheese and a hot spicy mustard is part of the Seattle dog.
0: Yeah, it really is.
1: It's delicious.
0: This show is all about food. Well, it's not all about food, but it it happens that like a lot of the food in the show, even though a lot of it is cartoony, Mm -hmm. looks like really good food.
1: Totally. Totally. So anyway, Finn puts softy cheese on one of the hot dogs and offers it to Jake, but he declines. An eerie noise comes from the woods. The ghost princess starts haunting them. They agreed to help her find out how she was murdered so she can retire to the dead world. They decide to go to the cemetery and find ghost princess's grave. I would like to say when um, Finn puts softy cheese in the dick, that seems like super like Jake's jam. But he's like, I don't want to talk about it.
0: I don't want to talk about it.
1: Yeah, it was funny.
0: Yeah, which is like a setup that we didn't see coming.
1: Nope. And it was... Awesome.
0: I was going to say off the bat, the twist of this episode is pretty great. It is great. So they're unable to find any clues other than the word female on the gravestone. After interrogating the spirit residing next to her grave, who's a jerk, the group meets a ghost named Clarence. <laughs> Clarence. So ghost princess and Clarence make fast friends, and she insists that he is so familiar to her.
1: Fast lovers. Fast
0: lovers. She and Clarence eventually decide to go to the Spirit Waves concert while Finn and Jake search the rest of the graveyard.
1: Finn and Jake dig up the grave of, quote, some donkus and find half a broken dagger there. However, three ne'er do well ghosts catch them grave digging and they are narrowly rescued by Clarence and Ghost Princess. Apparently, one of the ne'er do well ghosts had accidentally broken something of Clarence's and he was, quote, cool about it. It was then revealed that Ghost Princess decided she does not want to ascend to the dead world because she's so happy with Clarence. Yeah, which is really nice. Um, yeah, I, I yeah okay. Um, so it was really funny because Finn and Jake decide that one of them is going to be good cop, bad cop, and yeah. Finn is like super committed to being bad cop. Yeah, like straight up, like like plays the bad cop, like the huffing and puffing and hold me back, Jake.
0: He even slaps Jake at one point. He
1: does. It's really it's funny. It's really
0: funny because, like, you expect, I expect from the show at this point that Jake's going to be the bad cop and Finn's the good cop.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: But it's really funny. Finn really commits to it.
1: Like hey guys, said. shocker. Finn's got, or not Finn, but Jake has sticky fingers in this episode. I'm sorry to be a spoiler, but He's got he sticky does. Fingers. Shocker. <laughs> Red <Thief>. Boots, <laughs> City of Thieves. Yeah. City of Thieves.
0: See you, Thieves. That's just what I'm saying. Jake's a thief.
1: Man, once a thief, always a thief. <laughs> Jean Valjean.
0: That's right. While Finn and Jake are leaving the graveyard, Jake reveals he looted the graves for treasure.
1: <laughs> saying, I didn't know what was wrong. Yeah, he said that. Oh my gosh. Jake, grow conscious. You do know better than this. The last time we had this episode situation, he was like, I didn't know it was wrong. Creates a whole thing.
0: <sighs> I love it. It's like one of my favorite recurring Jake-isms. It is kind
1: of funny, I'm not going to lie.
0: Without Finn there, is is Jake really a good guy?
1: Probably not. Um, Also, I really want a brat, and I really want a brat with cream cheese and spicy mustard. Oh, bratwurst
0: sounds amazing. Yeah,
1: dude, I want to eat all of the brats with spicy mustard and cream cheese.
0: Oh, there's a food truck downtown, and I hope they have them. (laughs) so finn insists that they return to the graveyard to put back the stolen items while inspecting the broken dagger finn discovers that rents is engraved on the side so finn connects what had happened and decides to dig up ghost prince's grave princess's grave and discovers the other half of the dagger reads cla Cla he
1: takes the other (laughs) broken dagger and they fit it together perfectly reading clarence Finn and Jake rushed to find Ghost Princess, inform her that Clarence was her murderer. Murderer. Causing her to remember that she was once a warrior princess who fought and was killed by Clarence and battled, even though they were also in love. I love that. Yeah, and I that, think that was pretty cool. That
0: brings like an epicness to this episode. I remember like before this point in this episode. She was annoying? Uh, I, she was annoying. She reminded me of uh, Moaning Myrtle from uh, Oh,
1: Harry 100%. She's
0: slightly less annoying than Moaning
1: Myrtle. 100%. But, um, no, I don't think she was slightly annoying. She was like on par with Morning Murderer.
0: <laughs> so, like, before this part of the episode, I was like, ah, I didn't really love it. But then from this point on, I was on board.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because it shows her like being a badass, like, warrior princess and I was like, oh, that's so cool. But she really didn't have the skills to like defeat Clarence, apparently. Yeah. Because he straight up killed her like in two seconds. Yeah, he did. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Warrior Princess. Get your she, life together.
0: She, she does seem very, um... <sighs> dainty. <but> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Clarence tries to hold her hands, but he finds that he cannot because he does not know the cause of his own death. And he is apparently left behind. Clarence says to himself, my life is like a fart in his frustration and despair. Yep. Moments later, Jake is like, I know I know, I recognize this guy with the whole, my life is like a fart. And he says, oh yeah.
1: <laughs> this is great.
0: It's revealed by flashback. Sad. Yeah, it's revealed by flashback that Jake and Clarence met in a convenience store called Squeezy Mart when Clarence was alive.
1: Clarence screamed, "My life is like a fart!" After eating a can of softy cheese, Jake tried to stop Clarence from exploding by consuming a large serving of cheese directly from a softy cheese machine, causing him to explode. The cheese splashed all over Jake, traumatizing him. Again, these guys with the PTSD. The yeah. reason he was reluctant to eat the hot dog in the beginning of the episode was well, softy around. cheese on it.
0: Yes. What a great
1: twist. Totally great.
0: So Clarence then begins to ascend with Ghost Princess to the dead world. Having discovered the cause of his death, the two have a passionate kiss on the lips as they evaporate into the sky. Back to the campfire, Finn feeds Jake a hot dog with softy cheese, getting him over his fear. I love that ending.
1: Yeah. Also, yeah. I love cheese dogs.
0: I do, too. I, yeah. I do wonder how, like, the softy cheese would be on a hot dog. Great. Think so?
1: Oh, yeah, dude. The- that's why, like, in Philadelphia, like, the the custom, like, cheesesteaks are the ones that have cheese whiz. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've had that on on a uh, cheesesteak, and I thought it was really good. I like yeah. it. Delish. It's funny, because, you know, I'm not, like, I'm not like a cheese enthusiast, but I, I no. like soft cheese. No,
1: not at all. But I can see how you like soft cheese. Yeah. I mean, you like queso. I do. It's practically queso in a can.
0: Queso and chips.
1: Yeah, delicious. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and make a bold statement right now. Please brace yourself. I hate it when cartoons and shows use the word moitered instead of murdered. Say the word right. (laughs) Period.
0: (laughs) I remember you being annoyed by that. Mike, drop. I don't mind it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like 1920s detective.
1: I hate that so much. It is minded. I hate that whole, like, cadence. The Jake vo- Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Joshua's voice. Can we just roll back a second? Joshua's voice annoys me.
0: <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised we made it this far. Our very first date, I was doing a Joshua
1: impression. I know. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I really like this guy. He's super hot, and he's doing this super annoying voice, but I will tolerate it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Aren't you glad my real real voice isn't quite as Joshua?
1: Yes, 100%. Thank God.
0: I feel like I can barely speak English.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do think it was clever that it was named Hamburger Hill Cemetery, which I'm not sure why, but I was curious if that was more. There's more information on that. There
0: is Hamburger Hill?
1: Yeah, Hamburger Hill Cemetery. Why is it called Hamburger Hill Cemetery? Was there a barbecue that went awry?
0: There is real history there.
1: Is there? I love one of the um, quotes that they're saying, I'm feeling pretty sweetles. Matt. Yeah. You make me feel sweetles. You make me feel sweetles too. Oh my make,
0: make, make me feel baloo
1: baloooby. Um. Also on the new is ghostdates.com. So it says like they were at the spirit wave show and it was like brought to you by ghostates.com. That's a real website and it has the dancing spirit waves, so you yeah. should check it out. Check it out
0: if you haven't already. Hamburger Hill was a battle of Vietnam War that was fought by the U.S. Army and Army of the Republic of Vietnam forces against People's Army of Vietnam forces from May 10th to the 20th, 1969, during Operation Apache Snow. Hamburger Hill is a real thing.
1: All right. I wonder if they included that for a reason. I assume so. Yes.
0: I don't know what it has to do with this episode. But <laughs> like, <laughs> what, the, what the relevance of Hamburger Hill is with this episode.
1: Matt, was there anything um, that you didn't like? Uh, the first half of the
0: episode I thought was kind of weak. Like, Really? I, well,
1: you
0: know, the ghost princess, her and Clarence meeting up and stuff like that. That was okay. But like Finn and Jake's whole uh, detective thing. I know the joke is that like Finn and Jake's detective skills were were bust for the first half of this. Like, 100%. They, they did nothing. Nothing. <laughs> They're basically just kids playing. Yes. But I was like, uh, there was a point where I was like, is this, is this episode going somewhere? Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that the second half got as good as it did. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wasn't on board with the first half at
1: all. Okay, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I totally understand that, and I I think that it definitely picked up over the second half for sure. They yeah. wrapped up the story really well.
0: Yeah. Between the whole backstory with Clarence and um,
1: Ghost Princess, Ghost Princess
0: mm-hmm. like I thought that was a good twist, and then also bringing it back around to why Jake. Hates soft
1: cheese. That was so great. That was great. That, that was, was
0: really so funny. So, like, so, great. It all tied up together so well in the end.
1: Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Yeah.
0: And that really made the episode worth seeing.
1: Yes. And I, I think that this episode is not one that I would go back to probably frequently, but I wouldn't mind watching it again.
0: Yeah. My life is like a fart.
1: <laughs> I think there's some funny <laughs> stuff in there. Matt, where was the snail?
0: Next to the corpse of some donkus.
1: Nice. Yeah. So inside... The grave of some he's like right next to the head. Awesome. Yeah. I didn't see it. Snail watch.
0: 2020.
1: 2020? Question mark?
0: <laughs> that was the worst one yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what's your favorite line?
0: My favorite line is, a princess deserves your sympathy, not your sass. I
1: thought that was really funny. Clarence. Clarence.
0: Clarence is a gentleman.
1: He is? A gentleman?
0: <laughs> a gentleman. <laughs> except for the fact that Who he killed, killed his, his princess
1: <laughs> yes. he's like John,
0: he's like Jon snow <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's practically Jon snow but he's gonna
0: kill a princess yeah i mean I, I guess
1: i guess you have a point that was a good relation i like that i like that thank, a lot. i'm
0: very proud of that one
1: yeah good job matt
0: thank you uh what's your favorite line
1: i'm feeling pretty speedles
0: awesome that is a great line that's such an adventure that is an adventure time line
1: yeah yeah that yeah. like
0: sums up the dialogue in the show perfectly. Yeah,
1: I love that. Do
0: you want to give me an impression of a character?
1: Yes. Oh my god, my life is like a fart. My
0: life is like a fart. How has this not been like a regular thing in our life?
1: I don't even know
0: because that's something we have to say.
1: Yes, hundred percent. I love uh, my life is like a fart. I think it's such a funny like phrase. Like my like, how do you even think about that? Like, it, can you imagine sitting in the writers' room and being like, okay, what if he says my life is like a fart, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> that would be great.
0: <laughs> they all start cracking up. I love it. Oh, I love it. Oh, man. It I can't so believe I didn't remember what my favorite line was. Uh, my impression, I mean, I hate you're going to you. hate this. <laughs> so my impression is, we don't know how she was moited, Jake. <sighs> I Insert eye
1: roll here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are I you listen. sorry, Matt? Are you sorry? I, so I love
0: the time period of movies, like uh, anywhere between like 1920s and 1940s where people talk like this.
1: I don't think you're sure enough. <laughs> L.A. Confidential must be your favorite movie. It's really not, but I,
0: I watched- Dick um, Tracy.
1: Dick Tracy. Actually, I think
0: Dick, Dick, Dick Tracy is a pretty awful movie.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people think it's an awful movie. Um, I don't think you're alone with that.
0: Good. But uh, recently, I, I started watching uh, the, the original Twilight Zone, and a lot of people talk like that, in it. they have that kind of voice.
1: Okay, can we be over this part?
0: I guess. <laughs> Welcome to the Twilight Zone Marathon.
1: All right. So, you know, welcome to the Twilight Zone podcast. I'm Amy.
0: <laughs> There's many of those.
1: All right. Trivia. Ghost Princess was originally known as Warrior Princess and also had blonde hair.
0: Blonde hair. Clarence is voiced by Sam Marin, the same person who voiced Benson, Pops, and Muscle Man in the huh. other car- Cartoon Network show, Regular Show. That's cool. Yeah. Holy cow. I didn't know he did all three of those characters. That's, That's awesome. That's
1: great. When the host was introducing the ghost dancers, he mentioned a website. Therefore, the internet still exists even in the post apocalyptic world. The Ice King was previously seen hiring a hitman through the internet in the show episode Hitman.
0: Hmm. Okay. You know, sometimes we question, like, how currency works and stuff like that. And, yeah. and ooh, how does the internet work? in like, what? I don't
1: What's know. What's the enough.
0: technology involved in a world of magic? Now Matthew, my brain's I just
1: going haywire. Know. And how do they get a Wi-Fi signal? Like I, I don't know. I just don't even know. I don't know, <laughs> and it's stressing me out, Matt. It's stressing me
0: out. So many questions. Yep. So Clarence's casket has a shield on its lid, while Ghost Princess's casket has the Greek letters Alpha and Omega on the lid.
1: Okay. Cool. I'll take it. Okay. Quick Stop Markets, like Squeezy Mart, still existed after the Mushroom War. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. On iTunes, this, this episode, along with the episodes Another Way, Dad's Dungeon, and Incendium are incorrectly labeled as part of season four. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, th- there's, there's been some conf- confusion among where seasons start and end in the show, uh, like with DVD releases and stuff like that. Uh, so uh, that's understandable.
1: Hmm. Okay. Uh, the treasures that Jake looted include a flexible straw, a plastic arm from an action figure, a pencil... An empty soda can, a ring, a roll of duct tape, a wrapper, a key, a a cookie, a wallet, an earring, a six-sided die, a 20-sided die, a bag of mojo magic, an ancient skull, a a few marbles, a few coins, some gemstones, a mouse from a computer, and the hilt of Clarence's dagger. Wow. Wow. That was really not great, loot.
0: Yeah, I, I imagine the writers of the show throwing that stuff in and the animators are like, come on, man.
1: <laughs> this, has no, this is going to be the episode
0: for three seconds. Do you, Do I have to make all this?
1: Yeah, yeah. Pendleton Ward stated in Comic-Con 2012 that due to Cartoon Network censorship, the writers had to change the word murder to moitored and then to Myrtle Lurdle. Wow, okay. So that makes total sense.
0: That's interesting because I was thinking a couple episodes from now, like <laughs> threats of death plenty yeah. in the in the season finale.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Clarence's phrase, My Life is like a fart, is a play on the normal phrase, my life is like a farce.
0: <laughs> I'm not familiar
1: with that. No? No. You uncultured twine. I know. <laughs> <laughs> One of the gravestones grave near the entrance of the do wells section of the graveyard has an inverted cross on the top. Inverted crosses are common symbol of Satanism. Alright, that's cool.
0: Yeah, I I noticed like that the episode. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. So Jake refers to Finn as nephew in this episode. And we're and it's really interesting because we're gonna call that out later.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll bring it back to that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so speaking of Hamburger Hills, Ghost Prince's body, as we know, is buried in Hamburger Hills Cemetery. Hamburger Hill was the nickname for a location of an infamous battle during Vietnam War, where U.S. soldiers suffered heavy, heavy casualties before overtaking the point, only to be ordered to pull out shortly after.
0: What a dark reference.
1: Totally. The promo art for this episode is a parody from the poster of the 1987 horror film The Lost Boys.
0: Well, I, I guess I don't know the original promo art for this one but it looks like the actual title card has nothing to do with the Lost Boys.
1: Okay. Finn tells uh, Ghost Princess, I'm a hard-boiled sleuth who's going to crack your case wide open. Both hard-boiled and sleuth are used to refer to crime fiction, especially detective stories.
0: Hence the moited. Hmm.
1: (laughs) All right. That's all I want to do for that.
0: So your prediction for this episode, based on its name. Yeah. Ghost Princess is you thought, based on its name, that it's about Ghost Princess going, um, missing. And the ghost king and queen seek Finn and Jake to help find her.
1: Well, you know, I assume that because she's a princess, there's a ghost king and queen, but apparently not.
0: I guess not. But there's no ghost king and queen. So as far as um how accurate you were, I'm going to give that... She's not missing. Finn and Jake do help her. That's a D. <laughs> <laughs> as,
1: Yay! As far
0: as creativity, missing goes missing. That's pretty similar to the plot of the one where uh, Finn and Jake go to find... LSP in the woods. <laughs> C. It's a C.
1: Okay. That's great. I enjoy it. All right, good.
0: But you've done better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but would you like to predict what next week's.
1: Not <laughs> what- really, actually. <laughs> I want
0: to be honest with you. You've had some doozies there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. This is okay. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Matt. I'm oh, going no. home now. I'm taking my toys and going home. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm fine. Oh, All was... right. So my prediction for next episode, which is what, Matt? What's the title, Matt?
0: Uh, I don't remember. It is called Dad's Dungeon.
1: Okay. Finn and Jake get caught in a trap that lands them in the dungeon of Marceline's father. Marcy has to barter for their life.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Lip sync for your life. Lip sync for your life.
1: Um, Matt. Yeah. I heard we had some blister Feedback, blister Feedback. Oh,
0: you yeah, bet we do. So we got two new five-star reviews from Apple Podcasts. And by the way, if you want to help the podcast out, that's the best way to do it. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So the first one is from Shoot One In Your Eye. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the title is I Need More. And they say, I positively love the show. Matt and Amy are dynamos. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I love anything adventure time, but I love it even more when it's something fun and informative. There's only one downside to the podcast. Matt sucks. No, I'm joking.
1: That's not what it says. No. No, that's not there's
0: only one downside of the podcast. Not enough shows. I binge the backlog of episodes at work, and I am now sad that I have to wait for new episodes to come out. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedules to bring entertainment to the rest of us Adventure Time fans. Post script, BMO, Distant Lands? First of all, thank you so much. We love that so much. Yes, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. And we're, we're glad that we can bring some joy to your day. Um, as far as Distant Lands go, goes so Amy um, ha- hasn't finished Adventure Time yet, and you know there's still a lot of the show ahead. And we do know that Distant Lands takes place after the initial series, and she didn't want to spoil the end of this show before we jump into that one. So we're um, we're going to wait to watch Distant Lands until after we've finished marathoning the show together. Yeah. But we are really looking forward to uh, watching and reviewing that.
1: 100%. Yeah, Thank it, you so much. It just might
0: be a minute. And our second five-star review comes from Simon Loves, titled, Yay! And they say, Hey, Matt and Amy, I just love, love, love this podcast. It helps me sleep every night. And since I've been having to do school from home, I love that I can just listen to some Oh My Glob and Adventure Time podcast whenever I need. A good, happy start to every new day. Aww. That- bring brings so much joy to my heart.
1: Totally, 100%. <laughs> that,
0: that, that, oh, when I, I remember when I first read, read that, I got like this warm, fuzzy feeling.
1: <laughs> oh, that's sweet, Matt. Yeah.
0: You're the best. Thank you so much. Thank and you. You listeners are why we love doing this.
1: Uh, yes. Yes, we. Yes, that one. Yeah. All right, Matt. Any last thoughts about this episode?
0: Uh, it really brought it around in the end. Again, like I remember never thinking much of this episode, but this last two times through watching this one, uh, the second half really brings it around for me.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it's I think if you want again like just a fun little filler episode, check this one out. Yeah. It's not bad. Well, you have just endured another episode of Oh My God Podcast and Adventure Time Podcast. If you want to check us out on Facebook post a message for us, and we will also respond. You can just check us out on Twitter as well. Our handles are at oh My Podcast. Email us at podcast at gmail.com. Check us out on our website, OhMyGlobPodcast.com, and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.
0: And if you go to the Anchor.fm app and you go into our podcast profile, you can leave us a voicemail. And please do, because we love to play it on air. Lots of people are going to listen.
1: Woohoo! Woohoo! All right, I'm Amy.
0: I'm Matt. And
1: we'll catch you on the flip.
0: Catch you on the flip side.
1: Bye. Bye.